Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. I am so excited to come to you today. Uh, This is a personal life update episode about van life. I am living van life. I will be. You may have seen that in the title, but I just want to talk about that today. I want to share with you. There's lots to share, actually. I made a bulleted list about the different things that I'd love to talk about. But yeah, I am uh, in Whiting, Indiana, building out my 2022 Transit, Ford Transit, uh, 250, uh, 2022, like I already said. So it's brand new. And I've been telling a lot of people, I can figure out construction. I grew up in construction. I am not a mechanic. So buying a brand new van was the choice, the route that I had wanted to go after doing about a couple weeks of research. And I knew that I wanted to live van life. It became very clear to me while I was in Costa Rica in the beginning of this year. And I had sort of had a, like a premonition, a flash forward of a road trip I was taking. Uh, you guys actually probably seen a lot of the road trip I did from Sedona to Grand Canyon and then Lake Havasu and Joshua Tree. So I could foresee myself in a van and I had just paid off all of my consumer debt while I was in Costa Rica. Like I made my final payments and I was living so high on life. And then I saw this premonition for a van and I'm like, oh, spirit. I just got out of debt. Do we, must we? And so, cause I knew I'd be financing a van. I wasn't going to be paying in full for anything like that. And so I uh, was like, oh, here we go. Okay. I sort of fought it for, well, I knew probably for a month before I, the first person that I admitted to was my bookkeeper, Michelle, and she, her and I have been working together. I talk all about her. She, we have a money mindset series together. She's amazing. And uh, we were doing the quarter one budgeting and uh, not budgeting, but the quarter one review and taking a look over the cost of living. Cause I was in this phase of in December, I started looking for an apartment and I did not get one. And then I spent two months in Costa Rica. And uh, upon my return, I was really deciding what to do. I was looking at apartments, but it wasn't working. And even in December when I was looking and it wasn't working, I that's when I prayed, you know, was, I spent two hours journaling like, Spirit, please, if finding an apartment is so difficult, I can tell I'm forcing, I can tell this isn't working out for a reason, where would you have me be? And that immediate answer was Costa Rica. And so I listened, I went for five days and on my flight back, I knew I knew immediately that I I was only coming back to sort things out so I could go for two months. And then that was an amazing, amazing journey. I will actually vlog about it later, coming soon. But it was so expansive because I had so much physical and energetic space. Many of you guys know I spent the last year in 2021, I spent five or six months on the road in a camper in a relationship and we traveled the country in a camper and a Toyota Sequoia and that was so amazing. And so the 
my love for the road actually has not ended. My I didn't get the full taste of it. <laughs> and then Costa Rica was also very interesting because I traveled every two weeks to go to different beaches and locations. And I thought I was tired. At the end of the road trip, I thought I was tired. However, I was tired of the pace that we were going. We were working full-time, pretty much traveling on our off time and then also fitting visiting in. And it was just too, it was overload. So when I was in Costa Rica and I was traveling on my terms and not doing any visiting, it really helped me remember that I like being a nomad. We also went to Mexico spring of last year. So at this point, I've been living out of a camper or my suitcase for a year now. And it just makes sense to me. So as I listened, I kind of fought it initially just because I was so excited about being debt-free in that moment. And then it came, the clarity came. And so I was like, okay, let's take a look at it. So when Michelle and I were looking at the numbers, which I don't mind sharing the numbers with you guys, that's what I want to, you know, talk a little bit about because a lot of people actually one, I'm going to skip around a little bit. One of the obstacles or let's say judgments I've noticed or have been asked about is, are you doing this because you're broke? Are you doing this because you can't afford a house or an apartment? And that is very not true. <laughs> um, so one thing about specifically California, which is if I had an apartment, I would be living in California. Rent is about three to $4,000 a month for a one bedroom, which I could cover that, but I wouldn't be able to necessarily cover rent and the travel that I naturally do. Meaning, and when I say naturally, my business affords me the opportunity to travel like I do. And it also kind of requires me to travel like I do, especially as a publisher. Now I want to be able to attend my um, author's book launches and I have multiple retreats a year and uh, I would love to go to different cities. Definitely in my own mind, I since I published Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter, I have been on book tour anyways. And so I am traveling 10 to 20 days a month for whatever reason, even if that means I want to go home, visit family, or I want to go to visit a client or a friend. I like to spend extended periods of time away. And so the idea of paying rent and doing this or no, excuse me, uh, continuing to travel. So we were doing the numbers and in Costa Rica, which by the way, Costa Rica is no cheaper than California. I probably spent, or I did spend about 8,800 on Airbnbs, hotels, lodging in general. And it's a very equal exchange, you know? And so when we were talking, Michelle and I were kind of game planning this, it really is just a distribution, a redistribution of your funds. Like the, obviously there comes a, a van payment and then insurance because it will be insured as a mobile home once the build is done. And then also um, the build itself, the build itself I think is gonna probably land somewhere between 10 and $20,000. And so, uh, and I could easily go above that. Um, another piece of this puzzle is that I relate to myself, I identify as a minimalist. And so um, I was talking about this to my best friend and she was like, so yeah, people wonder you don't want to own a home or can you, or, you know, you don't have the newest car. We were talking about like before the van, I was riding out the Jeep since like 2015 and, uh, which isn't even that long really, but 
I do well. I am self-employed. I've been succeeding in this way, in these ways by getting paid to be me and teaching others to get paid to be them and writing books. And it's real, it's been a really beautiful journey and a really beautiful evolution and progress. And I still choose a minimalist lifestyle. In my documentary, Alchemizing Judgment, I talk about, I say something very specific about having it all. Different seasons of your life, having it all means something different. And so, you know, at any given point, having it all might include a relationship and a career and a house and a child and a this and a that. And it might mean having a van, you know, and living on the road, doing visiting and and also there's the visiting aspect, but also living in a forest for extended periods of time. Costa Rica really taught me what an introvert I am. And growing up in Whiting, Indiana, I'm so proud and love my hometown and love my people, but I was never even given, not given as as, as if it was taken, but the opportunity never presented itself for me to understand that I am an introvert. And on the most basic terms, an introvert is someone who is drained by interactions with people. And an extrovert is someone who is energized by interactions with people. And I am mostly drained by interactions with people. And that doesn't mean I don't love those people. It's just my source of energy coming from within and needing to have space and time and rest to fill that back up. And so um, the idea of being away, being in a forest, being uh, at the beach for days on end to restore just excites me so much. And to have my home on the road, my home on wheels, I wanted to kind of backtrack and I know I'm all over the place, but we're just here chatting. So uh, <laughs> this, this is what it is. And I hope that there's some little breakthroughs here and there for your little gems for yourself to take a look at. But the Airbnbs and hotels, like I really enjoy fresh places. I love the variety. I do also absolutely adore San Clemente, California. So my heart tells me that whenever it is time to land, that's where I will be. But um, there's no sense of urgency around that at the moment. And so Airbnbs and hotels and living out of my suitcase was fine and all. However, I did start to crave the affirmation that was coming through was roots and wings, roots and wings, roots and wings. And I thought when I first heard that, that download, I thought it meant having an apartment in San Clemente and traveling as much as I want. And, and I still saw the van for myself as I continued to like take ownership over wanting the van, it really became clear to me that that gets to be my roots. Uh, I won't just be air traveling, flying here and there and everywhere. It's a lot of setup and takedown every single day. And also you don't have like your own pillow all the time or, you know, all the clothes you need. And so it's those little things or cooking in my own pots and pans. There's just these, you know, you guys know, it's a combination between being that free spirit nomad gypsy that wants to go and be everywhere and be able to travel freely and, and as much as possible and much as I desire, while also being very human, loving a little bit of comfort, a little bit of predictability, regularity, stability, and a van is that perfect mixture. And I'm so excited about that. Um, I'm sharing just to share. I'm sharing just to let you in 
on a deeper level. If you're following me on Instagram, you're probably seeing the real-time updates. I've been posting on my story a lot. I'm building a highlight on there so you can catch up with me if this is the first year hearing about it. You can head to my Instagram. I would love for you to follow and connect, shoot me messages. But um, the real-time in my story and on my highlights, uh, you're getting updates. But I am going to be starting a van vlog on YouTube. So I have a YouTube channel that I've been nurturing for years and years. And so there's meditations on there. Uh, there's clearing and activations. There's little bits of information. I called it the pulse, your daily dose of transformation. So um, there's all sorts of things. And then also there's the vlog from the camper trip last year. So you can sort of catch up with me and my travels and experience of life. I'm also going to be vlogging Mexico and Costa Rica and then this van build. So one thing I want to say about that though is I would love to speak into anybody who is also building, let's say, a personal brand or a business. I, yes, will vlog the van, and I'm sure there will be a lot of people who know me for building the van, but if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that my real area of expertise and my niche is emotional intelligence and subconscious reprogramming and transformation and activation, spirituality, transcendence, like all these internal, the internal world, right? And so I don't intend on really switching up my content except for adding to it. And I think that's really important. It's important to me and it's important to me to say, because I still, I still plan to write books. I still plan, I'm a still a coach. I'm still a publisher and all of those things. And I'm building my first home with my own two hands and sharing the journey along the way. And if you watch the vlog, you will see like the how-to to build a van, but also I'm doing it much more of a personal, I'm not going to call it a diary, but it feels very journal-like as far as a video journal about the actual evolution the journey, the transformation of building because uh, another layer of behind the scenes. In fact, I'm going to, I have my notes and I'm just kind of going down and it, it's naturally uh, evolving down the list, which is let's talk about this van build because good Lord, is it challenging? Uh, it is stretching me. It is a beautiful opportunity and invitation to apply my growth, to continue to grow, to apply the, all the transformation that I've gone through throughout the years. And it's triggering in fresh ways. So you may have experienced growth, but visiting home or writing a new book or launching a new course, like I have done those things many, many times. So the normal things that would trigger me, I am so well-versed in and prepared for that I, even if they still trigger me, I can pretty much recognize and recover quickly and have a really great rebound rate. With the van, I have not applied that level of feeling unlovable or uneducated or incapable. Like So these regular insecurities are now being applied to a very new circumstance. This is the first time I'm ever doing this. And so when I fail at something, I'll give you two examples. One, I was installing the solar panels and the screws didn't really hold. And it was pretty frustrating and I was trying to figure it out. But or when something takes me longer than planned, I start to kind of spiral. It's very easy to spiral into, you're an idiot, what are you doing? Or as I'm recording some of these videos, oh my gosh, you guys, 
as I record the videos, I am like imagining professionals watching my videos and just absolutely judging the fuck out of me and saying, you're an idiot. You are doing that wrong. It's going to fail. Um, who let you hold a power drill and just like, and you shouldn't be teaching other people to do this. And so like full ownership on this, it's challenging. It's testing me. One more example, the solar system, my brain, I, you guys, I have never done so much math in my entire life, even for school and assignments. I have not done this much math and it makes my brain hurt. And so um, I had to, in fact, this is one little thing I'd love to tell you, because if you're someone who is taking on something new like this, and it's challenging you in every which way, naturally your endurance gets low. So my emotional endurance is a little bit lower, meaning I'm more susceptible to, again, spiraling into oblivion, catastrophizing, doubting myself, falling prey to the negative inner dialogue. And also I noticed that I had added a lot of things. I shared this in my uh, one of my emails last month. I noticed that I added a lot of things to my plate, being home, uh, starting the build, taking on a few other things, and I didn't take anything off. And so I messaged my Spanish tutor to go from every week to every other week. I canceled a flight to Phoenix uh, to go to a conference and was willing to, I lost a thousand dollars on the ticket because it was too close, you know, but, but I knew that a thousand dollar ticket was not worth my well-being. So I made sure to start to take things off my plate. I set some boundaries. I declined a few requests to hang out because it was starting to get too heavy. And so I really invite you to take a look at when you're taking on something to grow, something extra challenging, where in your life are you making sure that it fits. And sometimes it doesn't fit. You have to make it fit, but also what can be compromised and what the priorities look like and, and revisiting those priorities. I revisit my schedule and my care practices and my priorities every quarter just to make sure that they're in alignment and on track and in service, in service of my long-term goals, my commitments, my de declarations and and my goodness, this van is certainly inside of a declaration of being a free spirit. What I'm really excited about is I've I've known I would have a van. I've that's always been not always, but I would say for the past like three, four years, I I would talk to my sister about having a van and uh, traveling or a camper or whatever, and never got around to it, especially before my road trip around the country. Once we lived in a camper and I really got a taste of what life on the road is like and the responsibilities of it and the nuances of it. I knew I could do it. And I had even more, like a more solid confidence to take this work on my own, not just the build, but also the life thereafter, right? Because it's it's exciting to do the build, but then you have to actually move in and go travel around. <laughs> and so I'm very, very excited. I would love for you to follow along. This has been quite a journey. I am so excited for the next season of my life and to continue to share it with you. That's the point is I was talking to a coach and I had shared how deeply important it is to me that part of why I came to this planet is to live by example. I love to talk clearly. I love to talk. I also love to show. I love to just show you that it's possible to have the life you dream of, to have your dreams, to 
live out your purpose and your calling and your passion. For those of you who don't know it, my life purpose is adventure. So thank you for following along on this beautiful adventure. I would love to invite you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go check that out. It's just Abigail Rose Gazda. You can't miss it. It says transformation and travel on the top. That is who I am. That is what I'm being. That's what we're showing up as. And one other thing I'd love to have you check out if it feels uh, aligned for you is head to abigailgazda.com. I created a new tab called subscription or content subscription. And there is an opportunity to subscribe to my content. There are four different options on there for you. And I would love for you to look at them. Consider if you love this content, uh, the podcast, the YouTubes, the anything on social media, if you're loving my content and you'd love to participate in a new way, uh, that would be really, really special to me. And I would love to stay connected to you in every way possible. So thank you again for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where even myself, we are turning from dreamers to doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.